It's time to go prop shopping. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio with you on the BetQL network. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. I'm at Joe0670. Joe G is at Joe Giglio Sports. And I, I'm sure that tomorrow around this time, I'm going to have a load of NBA draft props, but I'm going to keep it to Major League Baseball. Is that where you're you're uh, focusing in on, Joe G, yep. with this 15-game card? Yes, a lot of baseball props. Some K's, some home runs. we got a lot today. Okay, let's start with the strikeouts. Man, there are some – why are some of these numbers inflated? Like, there are some pitchers out there. We're doing this again, and, you know, I, I'm not as confident as I was a day ago, but there are still some spots here where I'm looking in the middle, and I think that could be your sweet spot because we have guys who should have K-props around three and a half or four and a half, but they, they for some reason – are sitting up at around five and a half. We'll start with the strikeouts and we'll get to some of the other ones, uh, other sort of MLB props. If we go with K props, what do you like today? A couple that stand out to me, Lance McCullers. He is over under for K seven and a half. You can find it at last four games, eight, eight, 10, eight going up against the Mariners team. You mentioned it, Joe earlier, very high strikeout rate, especially since the all-star break, the Mariners will strike out a ton even last night in the game they came back and won, the Mariners struck out a ton against the Astros starters. So I like Lance McCullers today to go over seven and a half strikeouts against the Seattle Mariners. That's, that, that's the first over the pop. There's an under I was looking at, too. But the, 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 the overs always pop early to me, and then I have to think about the unders. I'm like, you know what? That was, six and, a half. That was six and a half earlier this morning. So they bumped it up, McCullers. and now, now it's incredibly juiced to the under. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, six and a half, that, that would have been easy. Just take it. I mean, that would have been too easy. I mean, he's just he's gone way over that every start. I will still take the seven and a half. It just feels like he's gonna have a big strikeout night against the the, the um Astro, the Mariners, excuse me. The other one is the under on Chris Paddock, five and a half against the Oakland Athletics. He hasn't gone over five and a half strikeouts. He hasn't reached six since June 18th. I mean, we've seen Paddock games here, Joe, with one strikeout, two strikeouts. He just doesn't get swings and misses. And I don't think he's going to do, uh, you know, have that tonight against the A's. So I'll go Paddock under five and a half stands out to me. McCullers over seven and a half. Okay. We've got one in common there. So uh, I know you agree with McCullers. Loved it at six and a half. We mentioned that earlier in the show. Seven and a half. The over is now plus money. I would still go that way. Um, seven and a half. Last four games, he's gone over that number of seven and a half. Eight, ten, eight, and an eight. And Seattle is striking out more than any other team in baseball right now. So I'd still go there since you are getting the plus money at McCullers over seven and a half. But what about some of the unders we have not discussed? Want to get your thoughts here. Tyler. So maybe it's the same process because what they're doing is uh, some of these unders that I like similar to yesterday, they're juicing them like crazy. So if you want to parlay them, you can get like plus 175, which is, which was my strategy a day ago. Um, and one of those spots is Tyler Anderson of Pittsburgh going against this Milwaukee lineup. The Anderson number is five and a half. And I know a couple times in his last three starts, he's had six. So I guess that's why it's all the way out to five and a half. But this is an all under play for me. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up with two or three strikeouts in this spot. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Now, Watch for a void on this one tonight if you do bet it because Tyler Anderson might be moved before the start tonight. I was just looking at some mm. rumors. The Pirates are, are trying to move Tyler Anderson. I mean, it makes sense, right? You don't want him to, one, get shelled, two, get hurt. 
So you know, all the pitchers and even position players, but certainly starting pitchers this week that are about to be dealt, you know what happens? That late scratch at like five o'clock and it's like, oh, they're not going to run them out there. So that is one to watch uh, for him or just anybody else. Barrios, uh, Scherzer's probably not going to pitch because they scratched him on Saturday with a bicep thing or a tricep thing. They said it's not a big deal. I, I imagine Max Scherzer's next start now is in a different uniform. So for these pitchers that are on the trade block involved in all these rumors right now, uh, do you think the managers are more inclined to pull them early so you don't have the blow-up inning and it doesn't look as terrible and you, and you don't get a team on the other side uh, thinking, oh, maybe we should back out of this one? So let me say, bring this up. So last night, Spencer Howard for the Phillies, we mentioned him earlier. He's basically a relief pitcher masquerading as a starter, but he's got pretty good stuff, right? He goes three innings, really good. Fourth inning gets in some trouble. They say he has a blister. He's going to be fine. Joe, a couple guys got on base. The manager, Joe Girardi, pointed to the trainer, told him to come with me. They ran to the mound. They got him out of the game. Like I, I think he's available in trade talks as the Phillies try to upgrade. I wouldn't be surprised. They were like, listen, we don't want a bad blister in two. Like, we don't want a seven-run inning here. Let's get him out of the game. Call from up above. Ownership. Get him out. Yeah, GM out. calls. Let's get him out of there. Let's make sure there's nothing going on. Uh, a couple others that popped to me. I uh, want to get your thoughts on them. We've got another juiced under. It's Austin Gomber going against the Angels on the road of the Colorado Rockies. The Angels cross left-handed pitching. The number's five and a half. And of the Rangers, you've also got Dane Dunning going up against Arizona. Another one heavily juiced to the yonder at five and a half. They don't want you betting under Gomber, under Dunning either. No, they don't. It's interesting. I mean, both those guys, they're not big strikeout guys, right? We're not, we're not especially Gomber. He has not been a guy so far in his career that's been a, a gigantic strikeout guy. I like that. Those, there's been the last couple of days, a lot of these strikeout props feel like they're standing out to us. Yeah, well, they're ju they're juicing them up mm -hmm. for for some good reason. So that that's where I'm taking a look as far as the K props. The the over we agree on McCullers, and I, I would go to figure out a way to work in uh, Tyler Anderson, Gomber, Dunning under. Did you have an under there? What was uh, your under? Yeah, under Gomber. Yeah. Okay. I like that one too. Uh, I've got a lot of home run props that stand out. Let's go. Like, Let's go. Right. Because earlier, I there's some names I wrote down, yeah. but the odds weren't available. So I'm I'm so, checking as you go along. All right. So I've got four that stand out. We'll see what happens when we get to lightning bets. But Joe, let me start with one. And you know what? I gotta say, maybe my complaining last week. You you missed my complaining. Maybe it, it got someone to listen and adjust. So okay. Joe, last week I made a case, and it didn't work out. Like I didn't hit the bet, but I made a case for why. Darren Ruff, who is the uh, the kind of the right-handed platoon guy the Giants use against lefties, what is a good play against Urias, a lefty for the Dodgers. He didn't hit a home run, but if you look at Darren Ruff's numbers, Joe, he has an 1,100 OPS against lefties. He absolutely crushes lefties. It's why he's in the big leagues. He's a hit left-handed pitching. Urias, it's a good, I think it's a good matchup for him. Joe, no book last week had him. We couldn't find until one of our listeners messaged a Cody and I like, five hours after the show and said, I found it at one book, but most books did not even have Darren Ruff up. I found him tonight, Joe. You could find Darren Ruff. Who's going to start. There's no question. He'll start against Urias. You could find him at plus 600. to hit a home run tonight. Ooh. 1100 OPS against lefties, more walks and strikeouts. He has five. He's been on base five times in 12 career plate appearance against Urias. So it's like he matches up. Well, he hits all lefties plus 600 Darren Ruff tonight. Home run. Rough is it. I'm glad I didn't talk over you there. So that's clean. It's ready for the open tomorrow when Ruff goes yard. Boom. All right. I 
I, I, I mean, have to bet so it now. I, I'm just so happy I found it. Last week I talked it up and then I was like, oh no, we can't find it anywhere. And yeah. eventually one book, put, I think one book put it up at 450 last week and now it's 600. Same okay. matchup. Um, go ahead. Say Harper. Go ahead. Bryce Harper, plus 270. <laughs> I mean, look at his numbers against Eric Fetty. It's it's 19 plate appearances, 1,200 OPS, um, 1,200 slugging. And if he's four home runs. Like, he's just, he's owned this guy in their, you know, their brief time playing against each other. Doesn't it feel like Bryce Harper should be plus 230, plus 210 with those numbers? What is it exactly? Plus 270. Yeah, maybe part of, I, when I looked at last night, I was like, geez, is he going to get a chance with all the walks? Right. So that's. He does take himself out of the mix because he walks a lot. I mean, he, he walks a ton. Yeah. The other one I thought of is just fading Garrett Richards. Both Vladimir Guerra Jr. and Teoscar Hernandez just crush him. You get plus 210 on Vlad. He's six for nine off of Garrett Richards with a home run. Uh, and then Teoscar Hernandez has really good numbers as well. He's plus 280. So you get better odds if you want to go Teoscar. Obviously, he's not as good. But, I mean, Vladimir Guerra Jr. six for nine off of Garrett Richards. The ball must look like a beach ball when it comes to that guy's hand against yeah. him. I don't see wisdom listed, which disappoints me, of the Cubs. I wanted to take a look there. Uh, what do you think Otani's at? <laughs> Against it's Otani Gomber, right? Yeah, yeah. I always like Otani day after he pitches, or like uh, those feels. Like, doesn't it feel like Otani like dominates the news cycle for like three days, and he goes away for a couple days, and he's back? And he's, so you had the good start last night. Uh, do you have the number? You find it? Yeah, it's plus one ninety. Oh, we can't it's even so get two hundred. It's terrible. Terrible man. He's gonna hit one. But do you want to bet plus one ninety on it? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Uh is Zunino catching tonight? That's what uh, I hate about the timing. The last couple games. I don't, that, that, I don't that, see that, him listed anywhere. And this is against Montgomery? Uh, yes. Montgomery pitcher for the Yankees? Yes, yes. So maybe he's not gonna be out there. I Honestly, there there aren't a lot of names that really pop to me. Like Devers, I think he's he's a pretty solid option. What does he have? 27, 28 home runs on the year, and, and you're still getting plus three thirty for him. Yeah. Um Xander Borgarts has a gigantic number. And, I, and he's going against the lefty. I mean, Robbie Ray, we talked about how the Red Sox hit him. I think I saw plus four fifty on Xander Bogarts. Anytime Ooh. you get good hitters again in order to platoon advantage, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's worth taking a look. And is Arenado an option against Quantrill? Yeah, Quantrill. The one thing about Quantrill so far in his career, he has not been a strikeout guy. So he was a, he's a pitch to contact guy. So if you if you get a hitter like a an Arenado, a Goldschmidt that puts the ball in the air, you yeah. could hit a home run. Yeah, I want to I want to see what this wisdom number is. But a number of K props. Did you mention all the home run ones as well? You said you had like um, six. I said I had four. The two okay. Blue Jays. Teoscar Guerrero, uh, Darren Ruff, six to one, and then um, what was that last one I had? And one more. Oh, Bryce Harper plus two seventy against Eric Fetty. I'm just I, look. I've got my Darren Ruff one in. I was so happy last week, and now I got it. How how is Patrick Wisdom? I found it finally plus two fifteen, yeah. but Chris Bryant's two fifty. They maybe they know Hugwatch tonight. They know Chris Bryant's coming out of that game in the third inning. Could be. Man, 
that's disappointing. I thought we were going to get a better number on Wisdom. So I, I, I was disappointed last I night on, on Bryant, by the way. I, I wanted, I thought it was a good matchup. And then Rizzo takes him out. You, you yep. knew Miley was going to give some home runs at Rigby last night, but oh, got the wrong guy. Yeah, we were right on the Votto. We should have just gone with the two first basemen there. Yeah. Uh, Riz, Rizzo was a play there. All right. Any Anything else that we're missing? Any total bases? Any players that are that are going to go off that we should take a look at? The only other one I looked at was uh, Urias with the K prop. It's five and a half. It's pretty low. Um, but I'm going to, the reason I'm staying away from Joe, my first instinct was Urias, Giants do strike out. Um, he'll go deep into games. He could pitch six or seven innings. That that little nugget that I passed along earlier in the show that he's dominated the Giants twice. The one time he didn't was kind of that back-to-back where he's faced him, he faced him at two straight starts. So I don't trust him tonight. You know, to give a, a really long and good outing, he might be out of this game before he gets to five and a half. But that's I, I, that's a pretty good number. I lost track of all your Jays. Did you mention Hernandez today? Tiasco, yeah, yeah, plus two eighty. Yeah. Okay, he crushes uh, Garrett Richards. Doesn't yeah, everyone does. crush Garrett Richards? Yeah, we should probably just be taking the over, even though it's ten and a half in that game. I, we're we're assuming that Robbie Ray is going to get lit up. I mean, I guess I understand why. That should go over, man. Watch. Both of those high totals, we love the overs there, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean Washington, Philly, and Toronto, Boston. Yeah, you, ha- you have to. And the Nationals tonight, you know, that, that plus money with against Matt Moore. I can't believe Matt Moore is still pitching. Well, here's here's the problem with the with the Nationals, and maybe um, I'm making a case for a first five instead. Is that it's that bullpen every game? Oh, it's so never right. over. It's never over. You might have a five run lead, but you're on the edge of your seat watching the last few innings. Yeah, I think probably the best thing for them is them realizing, like, when they got swept by the Orioles over the weekend, and I think they'd, like, realize, like, hey, this is not happening this year. Mm-hmm. Trade, and they might trade Trey Turner, too. This, the report last night was everyone but Soto is available. So they're really, I guess, blowing the whole thing up. I wouldn't do that. You could have a reset, but just to sure. blow the whole thing up? That, yeah, if th- you have Turner and Soto next year, you, have, you could compete. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't go that far. That's a bit, bit too much. All right, those uh, that's uh, our prop shopping for today. We'll check in with Kenny White coming up in about five or six minutes. Uh, really looking forward to to getting his thoughts on this. We haven't taken a deep dive into college football yet, so we're we're going to do some uh, some catch up over the next few weeks here on BetQL Daily to make sure that everyone is set for the season. And uh, I'm really interested to find out about the tiers, right? Like that's our biggest complaint with the state of college football right now to forget about, I, I can't even take any more about the conference realignment. It's every year. Like just whatever, man, just go. I mean, eventually it's just going to be the SC. It's going to be one conference. And then the rest yeah. is gone. It's going to be like, you know, an NFL type of thing. It's, it's, it's annoying. And I'm not fighting for the big 12. I don't care what the big 12 does, but I, I just want to talk about football instead of hearing about realignment and all the billions of dollars these schools are making. Which that's what it's all about, right? Like yeah. eventually it's going to be everyone's in the SEC. And then we won't have to worry about it anymore. I'm actually, I saw, I think it was Jay Billis yesterday advocating for the ACC to merge with the SEC. We're going to look up one day and be like, I don't even know where these teams play. Just what time does the game start at, on Saturday? Don't don't we do that now, kind of? There are some teams in the ACC that are, you know, there's there some the, teams in the Big 12 that are on the East Coast. I'm just, yeah. West Virginia. Like, I, I yeah, it's 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 wild, wild. Is North Carolina really a top four team? I can't wait to talk about that with Kenny White. It's all about the quarterback position. So... We'll find out how good they are. Some Heisman options as well. A lot to go over. Kenny White will drop by next. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, keep it locked. And BetQL Daily from BetQL.